What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about actor Miles Teller and the sci-fi movie High Life starring Robert Pattinson. But first, let's talk about actor Miles Teller, who I feel like is ridiculously underrated when it comes to the Hollywood landscape. As I'm talking, he's 32 years old. He's been in a lot of movies. He's been the lead in some movies. He's been the supporting actor in some movies. I think he's one of the best young actors. I put him in that level of, like, he's wicked intense. He's on that, like, Sean Penn level of intensity. That's the guy I'm going to compare him to. He's on like that Shia LaBeouf level intensity. Intensity. That's another guy I love. I love intense actors. It's something that I really dig in movies. And Miles Teller, I've watched three Miles Teller movies in a row the last two nights, and he is wicked intense in all three of them, and I love every second of it. Don't get me wrong. I like Miles Teller in those comedies, but he is way better in dramas as the intense guy who who you kind of start off disliking and then at the end he turns it around and let's look at the movies that proves my point first off miles teller made his debut in movies in rabbit hole rabbit hole stars aaron eckhart and nicole kidman as parents who lose their child in a car accident because miles teller's character hit their kid with a car and he wasn't drunk he wasn't on drugs it was just an accident and that movie it's just his first forte in film acting, but he's so good in those bench park scenes where he has to confront Nicole Kidman's character, and they actually have a connection slash friendship that the husband, Aaron Eckhart, at the beginning can just not understand. And I just think this is like Miles Teller's charm, is that he can play this guy who did something so wrong, but he can play it so like pure that you're like, okay, I kind of like this dude, and you kind of can't understand that why. And and then his next big movie is Footloose, and he's the best friend Willard, uh, that, the remake of the Kevin Bacon movie where you can't dance in the town. I think he's really good in that. He's probably the best part in that, other than maybe Julianne Huff. But I think that was another really good performance. But then there, there becomes a point where he becomes a standout performer, and that point is the spectacular now. His movie with Shailene Woodley. He, he plays the most despicable character at the beginning of this movie named Sutter. And Sutter is a drunk who can't get over his girlfriend played by Brie Larson. And then he meets a character played by Shailene Woodley and they, I guess, somewhat fall in love. But he kind of gets her into alcohol too. I don't know. He's a despicable character, but by the end of the movie, you really want him to turn around because Miles Teller just plays it so likable. I shouldn't like the character of Sutter the way I do, even though he's had a tough childhood and his dad's not around and he learns that his dad isn't the hero he quite wanted to be. There's just a way that Miles Teller plays this character that even when he's doing despicable things, you don't quite realize that. And I think that's a rare talent in a film actor to be again he's this young guy he's young he's he's kind of despicable though he's the popular guy but he's a raging alcoholic at such a young age and you're like wow i don't understand why i like this guy there's a scene in the movie where his character stutter has his job at the store and his boss played by bob odenkirk and he he said bob odenkirk says you can keep your job if you promise to lay off the butt the booze and miles teller said honestly i can't promise that and it's one of the more it's the most it's the best scene of the movie by far and it's that level of intensity and that level of honesty by that character and the way miles Patella, miles teller 
portrays that is just nuts. It's one of the best scenes I've ever seen from a young actor where he honestly says to his boss, I cannot quit booze at this time. And it's so sincere, it's so honest, and you can feel their father-son connection happening there. And obviously he's going to fire Sutter for saying that, but it's one of the most honest and great moments in movie history. And it's just such an underrated movie. It's on Netflix. The Spectacular Now is just Miles Teller coming-of-age movie. It's just nuts. It's when you realize that Miles Teller is really a movie star. Then his next big movie for Miles Teller is Whiplash, the thriller about a kid learning to play drums. This is the most intense movie from Damien Chazelle known for La La Land. This is not like La La Land at all, even though this also was nominated for Best Picture. J.K. Simmons won for Best Supporting Actor. What Miles Teller does in this movie to play someone so dedicated to drumming, it's so good. And his scenes where he's breaking up with his girlfriend, played by the actress who actually plays Supergirl on the CW show, that is just Melissa Bonnet and those scenes with her are just Paul Reiser plays his dad Whiplash is one of my favorite movies of the past decade and Miles Teller really underrated performance he didn't really get the awards love that that movie or J.K. Simmons got I definitely think he deserved a best acting nomination I don't understand why Miles Teller does not have an Academy Award nomination I'm not saying he should have won for movies like The Spectacular Now or Whiplash but he definitely should have been nominated Whiplash is so good it's a thriller about a drummer and it's so intense and the end scene is just nuts and and just it it's it's also something that we can all you know, we all have that teacher, we all have that coach who's like that J.K. Simmons character, and we all react to them the same way that Miles Teller did. Another, it's just another honest portrayal. I just think Miles Teller is just an honest artist, and I just, I just dig the type of movies he does. Then after that, he does War Dogs with Jonah Hill, another real life story where he plays a guy who who's kind of corrupt but then turns it around at the end and I just think Miles Teller is the best when he's playing that kind of character and then after War Dogs he plays a boxer in the movie Bleed for this. This is one of Miles Teller's best performances yet. He portrays Italian boxer Vinny Paenza who breaks his spine in a car accident and all the doctors and his family wants him to quit boxing. He's reunited with his acting buddy Aaron Eckhart who they who they were both in that movie Rabbit Hole that I discussed earlier. This is my, this is another star turning performance by Miles Teller. I don't understand why this guy is not mentioned in the same list of great actors. Listen, I know he made Fantastic Four and it's bad. I know he's made some bad movies in there as well. But when he does a real dramatic turning movie, he can do it in a way where he's charming, funny, and he can do that in these dramatic movies. He's more suited for the dramas than the weird, quirky superhero movies and comedies. He's not, Miles Teller should not be in big studio movies. He should be more in these down-to-earth movies like Whiplash, like War Dogs, like Bleed for This. And there's another two movies that I saw recently. Only the Brave, he plays a real-life story about firemen. And then Thank You for Your Service, another real-life story about someone dealing with PTSD. I mean, Miles Teller is playing these complicated characters. And again, in both of these movies, he kind of plays this guy going through a rough patch, and he turns it around. And I think, it, especially in Only the Brave, he plays like a, a drug addict who turns it around. And then in Thank You for Your Service, he's just someone who can't deal with his PTSD until the end of the movie. But he's more of an honorable character in that one. I just think Miles Teller 
he, the type of roles he's choosing is interesting. He, he's not, listen, I get it. He's not the biggest movie star in the world right now. If he was in, he could easily be in a Marvel movie and we would all care about him more. Well, guess what? He tried to be in one Fantastic Four and it was a bust. And I don't think he should go back into that avenue because I think his best movies are the ones like Rabbit Hole, The Spectacular Now, Whiplash, War Dogs, Bleed for This, Only the Brave. Thank you for your service. Even Footloose. If he can be in a studio movie like that where he's a supporting, lovable character, he's best suited for that. I don't think he was well suited to play Reed Richards. By the way, he had zero chemistry with Kate Mara or anybody else from that movie for that matter. That was a bust, but I think Miles Teller is going to continue to be on the rise as long as he sticks to this dramatic leading slash supporting roles. He's fit for drama movies because his sense of comedy works in those better than in comedies. Like his character of Sutter in The Spectacular Now is hilarious. Even his character in Whiplash has some funny moments where, where he's taking himself way too intensely that is somewhat funny for some reason. I just think he, again, he has these weird turns in these dramas. They're his best movies. They are his best movies. Miles Teller is an underrated actor who you should all pay more attention to. Again, all of these movies are some of my favorite in recent memory, especially... The Spectacular Now and Whiplash. They are two of the best. They are two of my top ten of this past decade if I had to put them on a list. I've seen them over and over again. They have so much great rewatchability. But when he does those studio movies like Divergent Series and Fantastic Four, it doesn't quite work out for him. But I think when Miles Teller is in these honest portrayals, sometimes of real life people, sometimes of not, but in these dramatic turns, he is brilliant in them. And that is why he is one of the best young actors He's not up and coming anymore, but people should pay more attention to Miles Teller. He is one of the best actors working in Hollywood today. And I, for one, can't wait for what's in store for the rest of his career because I find him fascinating. His choices are also brilliant. Miles Teller, watch his movies. Switching gears, I want to talk about one of the weirdest movies of 2019 thus far. It's the movie High Life. It's directed by Claire Denis. She is a French director that not a lot of people know, but she made her English film debut, and it's quite a weird one. It's a science fiction movie starring Robert Pattinson. Before I talk about the movie in depth, I want to talk about what it's about. Okay, High Life is about a bunch of criminals who are sent into space to re populate the entire civilization of the world. It's kind of an apocalyptic movie where all the criminals have been sent into space to form life in other planets and to succeed outside of Earth, basically. I know it's a weird one, but it's also one of the best movies of 2019 that I have seen thus far. And I want to talk about what makes it so good. But first, I did a whole podcast on this guy, and I want to continue to talk about Robert Pattinson, who will be the next Batman. He is Hollywood's most unique leading man, and there was there's no doubt about it after this one. His streak of movies includes the movie Life, Lost City of Z, Good Time, and the weird western comedy Damsel. Robert Pattinson is a weird dude, and I am all in for him to continue to make weird movies at his pace. And now that he's the next Batman, I have a feeling he's going to be in a lot more weird 
movies directed by brilliant directors. I just think that his character in this specifically, he doesn't talk a lot, which is always interesting for a leading man, but somehow he carries the movie, and I thought it was one of his best performances. Again, I've seen a a string of Robert Pattinson's performances that I've really loved, starting with The Lost City of Z, and then Good Time, and then Damsel, and then the movie Life. He is just on a prolific run. More Robert Pattinson, please. Again, I want uniqueness. I want strange in my movies. And Robert Pattinson is definitely delivering on all things. Again, stop judging a dude just because he was in the Twilight series. Enough on that. Another great actress who's in this one, Juliette Binoche. She is excellent. She is basically the villain scientist who have sent all these criminals into space again to form life on other planets. And again, her plan really isn't working out if you watch this movie. But again, she's so good as the villain. And if you don't really know the work of Juliette Binoche, I, I really, I didn't know the name until I saw this movie, but I knew her from one of my favorite movies ever directed by Peter Hedges, Dan in Real Life. Her chemistry with Steve Carell in that movie is out of this world. She is one of the best actresses working today. And again, it's just so weird to see the the woman from Dan in Real Life being a a sci-fi horror movie, basically, and she's a villain. She is one heck of an actress. She is so good in this movie. And again, see Dan in real life. If you haven't seen that movie, that is one movie I've rewatched more so than most movies. I love that movie. Also, shout out to Dane Cook for his only good acting performance being in the movie, Dan in Real Life. Steve Carell and Julia Binoche and Dan in Real Life. And again, she's so good in this movie. You don't root for her character, but you feel bad for her character because her plan's really not working out. This is one of the weirdest movies ever, and she's one of the weirdest villains ever, and she is so good in this movie. Again, underrated actress alert, Julia Bono. She's brilliant in this movie. Another weird turn from actress Mia Goth. You might know Mia Goth as the person who was married to Shia LaBeouf. They are no longer married. But Mia Goth is really good in this movie. And you know who else is surprisingly good in this movie? Andre 3000, who I haven't seen acted in a movie since that Will Ferrell movie about basketball that I'm not going to mention again. But Andre 3000 is basically Robert Pattinson's best friend in this space prison in this setting. It's a really interesting turn by Andre 3000. And I actually thought he was acting pretty well for, again, for a rapper turned actor, he's not that bad. And I thought it was an interesting performance by Andre 3000. Mia Goth was really creepy in this movie, which I think is what she was going for. So I'm going to call that a good performance. Again, this is a sci-fi horror film. There's no aliens. There's just people in space, in prison, but it's condensed and their living conditions. Let's just say it's not a five-star hotel. This is a sci-fi horror movie created by Claire Denis, and she creates the most visually stunning space movie I've seen in a while. Again, it's really hard to make a space movie that's not Star Wars without aliens, and and again, there's some logic in this movie that doesn't quite make sense, but again, it's not really... It is sci-fi, but she's not, she doesn't have the monster coming for them. It's a real life kind of down to earth space movie about what we would do with criminals basically if we send them up to space. And it's really creepy throughout most of the movie. But Claire Denis, I mean, her next movie has already been announced. She's going to work again with Robert Pattinson. I think she's one of the most creative filmmakers working today. Again, more filmmakers, more 
choices. I want more choices than just superhero movies and franchises. And Claire Denis delivers with that. If you, I think if you give someone full control who you think is a creative mind, they're going to come out with a good movie. And there was no other example than that. Than Claire Denis, who's made a lot of foreign movies that I haven't seen. But if you give her the chance to make the weird things she wants to make, it's probably going to turn out well. And again, Robert Pattinson's streak of movies continue, continues because he's working with interesting directors who have something to say. It's not just about how Robert Pattinson is acting well. It's about who he's working with. He's working with the Safdie brothers. He's working with Claire Denis. He's working with James Gray. He is working with some of the best directors working on movies today who have original voices. It's a, it's the reason why the Netflixes and the HBOs are working well and movies really aren't so lately because they're making the same movies over and over again while the other people are giving the creative people all of the power movies should give the director all of the power claire denis is an auteur who deserves most of the power to make the things she wants to make and she made it in high life and in success there's there's academy buzz for this movie it's one of the weirdest movies of all time but it's getting academy buzz because somebody creative with a vision was able to make the movie they wanted to make. That should be a lesson for all of Hollywood and all the people making movies. That they should make what they want to make and how they want to make it. And not be given sequels or superhero movies all the time. Yes, those movies are fun. I like those movies. I don't want that to be my only option of what to watch. Robert Pattinson has a daughter in this movie in a really weird and creepy way, which I'm not going to spoil it, but there are some really good father-daughter scenes in space in this movie. They are basically, at the end of this movie, spoiler alert, they're the last two living people, him and his daughter. And again, it's just so interesting that he's basically with the daughter for years without anyone else alive left on the spaceship. It's one of the more creepier endings, but it's also, it's a both scary and exciting ending, which you don't get from a lot of movies. I mean, I think a lot of people would have ended this movie with them either dying or them either being saved. But Claire Denis really leaves this open up to your imagination of what happens to these two characters and what happens to Robert Pattinson's character and what happens to his daughter, who's a baby at times and a in like a 10 year old at times because you go back and forth between flashbacks listen this is a weird movie i don't recommend this for all people but if you're really into the weird things that robert Pattinson is into lately i think you're going to like this movie a lot it is one of the best movies of 2019 lately and again, I feel like the best movies of 2019 lately have been the original movies that have been made. Us, Under the Silver Lake. Add, the, add, add high life to that list because it is original. It is scary at times. It's, 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 it's not an easy watch, but you know what? It's worth the wait. I, I think it's a slow-paced space movie that's scary at times. It's scary, and again, with great acting performances by Robert Pattinson, Julia Binoche, Mia Goth, and Andre 3000, it's worth the watch. 
because it's different, it's interesting, and I think it has a lot to say about the way we treat criminals in prisons. I think it's, it's saying a lot about a lot of things, I feel like, how when we give up on them, we kind of treat them really badly. I think that's something, and we we never even get why Robert Pattinson is in jail, really. I mean, we don't really know what crimes were committed by the people. I think that's left unsaid for a reason. I think there's a lot you could gather from this movie and again, I've only seen it about twice. You, you can get a lot from this movie watching it over and over again. And that's some of the best movies being made today. The second watching, the third watching, you're getting new things. And you are definitely getting new things when you watch the movie Highlight. Because it is going to come at you, and it's going to come at you fast. It is one of the best movies of 2019. Watch the movie High life. It is definitely worth it. Again, Robert Pattinson, the most unique actor. Claire Denis, maybe the most unique director. Great other supporting actors. Julia Binoche, Mia Goth, Andre 3000. It's a visually stunning space movie. We need more movies in space, especially when they're interesting. I mean, we're let's talk about some upcoming space movies. Ad Astro with Brad Pitt looks amazing. Um... Natalie Portman's going to be in a new space movie where she plays somebody named Lucy. I am all for space dramas. They are sci-fi is probably my favorite genre of movie making, other than thrillers. I'd say thrillers, sci-fi's, those are the best movies, and this definitely adds to the list. Watch the movie High Life; it'll definitely be worth your time. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There will be a new episode of Pop Culture Spotlight every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe. This week, I put the spotlight on actor Miles Teller in the sci-fi movie High Life. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on Mia Vazikoska and the Transformers movie Bumblebee. Tune into that, tune into this, and please, again, rate, review, and subscribe. And thanks again for listening.